Hello and welcome to Some Thoughts with Sura. I'm your host, Sura Hertzberg. Um, I was recording a third episode and it was about sadness and grief and, and feeling just a lot of um, like anguish just generally in the world. Um, and as I was in the middle of recording it or, you know, I was taking a couple days to kind of get my thoughts together and I had a friend commit suicide. And it really just sort of like pulled my world down to this singular feeling of grief and sadness and it's been a, a lot of pain there has been a lot of pain in the world and in my life and in the lives of the people around me especially recently um, and this is the third death in my pretty close vicinity of friends in about as many months and I recorded a, a sort of trial episode when my first friend had passed away. And I'm going to try and combine together um, some of those like words that I'd said. Um, and as I was sitting here, like trying to listen to this other stuff that I'd spoken and it's long and you know listening to your own voice I actually kind of like listening to my own voice I know others don't um but you know just like there's always things you want to change and da 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 and I was just like feeling this overwhelm of task of kind of like coordinating my thoughts and putting it into action with this podcast and kind of like connecting these pieces these dots um and then I was reminding myself that, like, this is all for me. I mean, it's for you and for us, um, whoever you might be. But ultimately, this is a space that I wanted to take up to process my internal world externally. And so, yes, it's convoluted and complicated and compartmentalized and you know I don't know word vomited and all of these things because that's how my thoughts are um and I and how life works and I was just sitting here you know trying to connect these pieces together and just the task of like these unfinished projects felt so daunting and I think I'm really good at leaving loose ends because at some point there's just so many of them and it's easier to just like let it all fray instead of picking up the pieces but that's not what I want to do right now I want to just be present and so that's my commitment right here. I'm going to tack together some of the other words that I was saying about these other deaths and create a sort of um, 
Mod Podge episode for the next one. But for right now, I'm just really wanting to sit here in this moment. And one of the feelings I was listening to a little bit of the recording I made when my, my friend Blair died. One of the feelings I had then was gratitude and, and just love, like this overwhelming feeling of connection and this, this breath of like, wow, like life is incredible and incredibly fragile and special and you know like living every moment in the present is really hard and ultimately I don't know if that's even necessarily the goal I think you know maybe in some ways like but I also feel like you'd be so like lit up and sparked and on on sort of like on one um which I think works if you're like, you know, living somewhere kind of remote, but to, to be on like that in San Francisco every day is hard. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I collected my thoughts somehow better in the last deaths that happened. It's interesting that I've had these three young deaths in the last three months and it was overdose and a motorcycle accident and a suicide and it just feels like this like lions and tigers and bears oh my like these are the ways that people die when they're young and the grieving process is cyclical and every day it feels really different and talking to you know sort of different people in my community whose life my friend Elliot touched like so many people we went to high school together and you know knew each other not that well then but pretty well like right after we were part of this little quad some foursome and I mean we were young and little shitheads and lots of and we like spent the night together every night basically for like an entire summer the four of us I was remembering this um <laughs> this morning that we had like We'd all like stayed the night in Elliot's dad's bed, all four of us. And, you know, we'd had a night of drinking or doing Molly or whatever. And his dad was supposed to be out of town for like several more days. So we were going to have time to like clean up the house and not be in bed together. And um, we wake up to like his dog, like jumping onto us, like in the middle of the night, or I guess it was in the middle of the morning. And... You know, his dad coming in and being like, what the fuck? To see, like, four, like, you know, we were, I want to say grown-ass adults, and we definitely were in some ways, but also not. Cuddling. Snugsing. And... 
um, I did this, I'm taking a trauma class. So it's like a perfect kind of um, place to process grief somehow. And trauma, which, you know, death of, untimely death of a friend, I think, is, can be. And we did this visualization where we were supposed to like picture somebody who we had a difficult relationship with and have them come into the room with us and you know see how far away or close we wanted to be with them and what we would say to them and blah 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 this kind of stuff and I was going through my relationships and I was like, oh man, I've got difficult relationships with a lot of people in their own right, you know, complicated, complex, as I'm sure we all do. But, you know, I just came to thinking about Elliot and thinking about this human and the sort of difficulty of this relationship and the death and the questions and I visualized him coming into the room and he had a nickname for me that was like, nobody else really called me this, but he called me it as if it was like, as if it was like the nickname that everybody called me and called me Squirtsburg, Squirts. And, um, and so I pictured him coming into the room being like Squirts, Squirtsburg. And he's just like this tall kind of gangly you know, guy with a big nose and real, like, like, how do you describe Elliot? Kind of, like, punky, like, gangly, but, like, really, like, big energy, big, big guy, sort of, but, like, little, tiny, scrawny guy, but tall. And so I pictured him just, like, coming to the room, and I just, like, started crying and crying, and I, I, like, basically just had him like, you know, like give me a hug, like a big bear hug, a big embrace. And just, we just kind of like stood there and held each other. And it was beautiful and it was really like touching and I could cry and just like release a lot of this pain. And I mean, I want to say like Elliot was never my best, best friend. Like we're so different in our processing. Like, I wonder if he would ever listen to this, like, if he were to be alive. I mean, I'm sure he would, but, like, the way that he emotionally processes is, or processed is, like, so different from me. And I think that, like, ultimately that was always kind of something that got between us. But, but like, there, I don't know. I, I, like, need a certain kind of, like, desire to like think about like how and why you do the things that you do and I think that he did like I don't think that that the people in my life who aren't like as emotionally verbal as I am like it's not that they don't process that way it's that they Or it's not that they don't do that, it's that they don't process in this, or they don't like do it out loud in the same way. To me, and I mean, whatever, this can be talked about like endlessly. I'm sure it's like a lot about attachment theory and um, anxious attachment or ambivalent attachment or fucking 
fearful avoidant or whatever the fuck my attachment style is. It's like, that like, I kind of need to talk out loud to feel like I'm here. I need to process my emotions out loud to feel anything, to know what I'm feeling. And that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> but in any case, Elliot wasn't like that. But also like, like to feel this, you know, in visualization, but just this person that I've known for so fucking long and like, just like feel their, their body, even though like they weren't really there and to feel like their spirit and their love and like, like say whatever the fuck you want. Like Elliot was full of love and compassion and like, just like his heart was immense, is immense. He touched so many people and and that's something that I think I'm really feeling a lot of gratitude for. And then at the end of this visualization, you were like supposed to say goodbye. And, and it was hard. It was really hard to say goodbye to like, you know, let this person stop holding me and stop being there and just go away. And yet like, that's what we're tasked with. That's what grief and loss and processing through it is. It's about like being able to hold them and have them hold you and let go of them and let them let go of you. And I think suicide is gonna always be one of the hardest deaths to process or death categories because because you wish you could do something or that things were slightly different or you could have called them and had them hear you or you could have stopped them or that it wouldn't have worked or whatever and there's so many unanswered questions because how do you answer that question you know So I guess like more than anything, I really want to like give my love and adoration and admiration to all of those people who are struggling. And, you know, first of all, all of those people in, in my vicinity who this specific death touched and who this specific life touched. But then further than that, it was morbidly, kind of ironically, it was Suicide Prevention Day I saw on Instagram like yesterday or a couple days ago. And, you know, I mean, part of me was like, God, if only it could have been a week earlier. And part of me was like, God, like, I hope this helps someone. But... Yeah. I mean, that's all we can do is the best that we can do and love each other and feel gratitude for 
every day you get to wake up, another precious day. And if you're feeling down right now or you're feeling like nobody loves you, I want to say that I love you. Whether I know you or not, I definitely love you. And it will get better. It always gets better. So, you know, like Bill and Ted always say, be excellent to each other. Go make a phone call. Go call a friend and tell them that you fucking love them. Or go hug somebody. I mean, I know it's still COVID. I guess wear a mask or hug somebody that you know. Or hug your animal. Or go smell some fucking flowers. And just live. Okay, I'll see you next time.